Hey, this is the Fun Kids Bookworms podcast, where you get to find out about the best books around from the people who write them. I'm Bex, and this week you're going to hear all about Danny Wallace's brand new book, The Day the Screens Went Blank, and you will hear a brilliant, fascinating reading from actual hero of mine, Michelle Obama. It's a big podcast. It's a big day. Let's kick it off with that chat with Danny Wallace. So I am joined right now down the line uh, by Danny Wallace. Hey, Danny, how you doing? Hello, Bex. I am very, very well, thank you. What about you? I'm good, thanks. I feel like I haven't spoken to you for ages. It's been weird. Yes, it doesn't seem uh, natural somehow. Um, uh, but, you know, a lot's been going on this year, hasn't it, in the world? And um, <laughs> I feel like I haven't spoken to anyone in a long time. Yeah, that's that's pretty much true. Okay, I'll, I'll let you off this time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's been it's been a while. You're, uh, you're I think... The first ever officially anointed friend of the show on Fun Kids. Um, so it's weird to have not seen you in the studio or spoken to you, but um, I'm really glad that you've got this brand new book out so we can kind of catch up. Um, it's called The Day the Screens Went Blank, as you probably know. And I, um, man, I loved it. I read it and I was kind of cross at you for not having written it when I was younger. <laughs> oh, I that's loved nice. It so much. Oh, well, I'm. I'm- I'm really pleased that you uh, that you liked it, yeah. And um, it's been it was great fun to write because I always enjoy these um, these sort of what if questions. And all the books I read when I was a kid, I, I loved that what if, um, you know, what if the world was like this, or what if this happened to you? And um, and one day I thought, what if all the screens went blank? And I suddenly realised this is like a horror story in many ways. Um, but I'm not a very scary man, so um, I turned it into a sort of comedy horror, if you like, um, with a, a girl called Stella, who one evening, when she's hanging around with her family, and they're having a family evening, they like to hang out together, it's just that they all do different things. So mm-hmm. mum and dad, they put on the big TV, Stella, she gets, you know, the iPad out, and her little brother, he does his own thing too, and then all of a sudden, all the screens go blank, and they don't know what to do. And they just sort of stare at each other and then just go to bed. But when they wake up, all the screens are still blank. And you say all the screens, you quite literally mean, I mean, even the cars and, you know, obviously TVs and and computers we expect, but things have screens that you don't realise, like telephones, even the ones sometimes in your house have screens. Literally everything goes. Yeah, it all it all disappears. So there's there's no TV, obviously. There's no laptop. So mum can't do her work and dad can't do his. And it's very hard to phone people because when I was a kid, you had to remember every single phone number you ever used <laughs> and you had to store them all in your head. And it was a huge waste of brain space. And nowadays we just go, um, all right, I need to phone Bex. B, there she is. <laughs> and, you know, and then you just hit the button and it's done. If you take that away, no one knows anything anymore. Um, and, you know, the I, I, I can't drive a car properly unless I've got a little lady or gentleman um, in the dashboard telling me when to turn left or right. Um, and, you know, if they've gone, I'm just going to sit in my driveway. I'm clueless. I'll have to get a map out. Um, so all these all these things disappear. And, of course, not just in Stella's town, but all over the country and indeed the world. So you can imagine with no computer screens and no emails, people are kind of lost. No one knows what's going on anymore. I've never read such a kind of jovial yet apocalyptic book. <laughs> 
if that makes sense. It's, it's yeah. quite scary. The idea of it all going, you're like, oh no, how would I cope? Well, yeah, especially when Stella suddenly realises, you know, that she, she hears a news report because the radios, you know, you, you can still listen to the radio, which is good yeah. news for fun kids. Um, but um, um, and, and someone reminds everyone to look out for their elderly neighbours um, and elderly, elderly relatives. And Stella suddenly thinks, oh, Grandma. And grandma lives on the other side of the country and they don't know her number because, like I say, you don't remember numbers anymore. You just hit G and they can't Skype her and they can't email her. And who knows what's going on with the post office. So they realize we're going to have to go and rescue grandma on the other side of the country. So they jump into the car. But of course, there isn't that uh, map that's going to help anyone out. So they have to sort of just undertake this disastrous you know, calamity-packed road trip um, in the hope of uh, rescuing Grandma. And, you know, they can't tell how much petrol they've got because the car screen won't tell them. And, (laughs) you know, no one's... You can only really use cash now because the little screens that you pay everything on your card, that's gone as well. And um, and so it, it is. Um, it's kind of a race against time to get to Grandma. And like you say, it is um, a little bit uh, apocalyptic, um, but at the same time, hopefully, hopefully funny. Um, and I had a, I had a blast writing it. And and weirdly, you know, like we said, this last year has been weird for everyone for so many reasons, and it's been confusing, and it's been a bit scary. Um, and you know, this is another kind of world changing event that I hope when people read it they'll be able to think about the year that we've managed to get through so far and and hopefully the the little bit we've got left to do um, and kind of compare it to that, really. Well, I was going to ask you when you'd written this because there are bits that seem... um kind of familiar like having to use uh, cash in places sometimes or card only or um, people book buying toilet rolls which is what happens in the book did like yeah. did you write it in the last year or was it just you kind of you did you manifest 2020 is what I'm saying <laughs> I I had the idea um, uh, last year um, uh, but then I or, or rather yeah the year before but then last year in the summer um, I'd started writing it but it must have just been because, you know, you, you, you try and use what's around you, but the world was getting weirder and weirder, and it was getting weirder than my book. Um, so I had to sort of, my book had to kind of keep up with the world. So a lot of it kind of um, seeped into it, like the idea that people have been asked to stay at home, or there's kind of chaos, you know, at the airports. Yeah. Um, and people have got loads of weird ideas about why the screens have gone blank. They, they're blaming it on, on um, you know, oh, it's, it's the millionaires or it's the celebrities or it's the, everyone's got these crazy theories why it's happened. And Stella has no idea. She just knows, well, I've got a mission now and an adventure and I've got to save Grandma. I also love Stella as a character, but that could be because I related heavily to her. Um, <laughs> you made such a such a lovely kind of thoughtful character who actually kind of does want this to happen. In a weird way, she knows that it will be helpful for her family. They could, and her and her brother as well, they can spend a bit more time together maybe if there's not screens in the way. Yeah, she starts to realise that... You know, she's always heard these weird stories about her mum and dad's childhood. Like, I was thinking about it the other day, and if my kids want to watch a film, it's very easy. They press a button and the film starts, and it can be any film in the world. (laughs) Whereas I had to go to a special shop uh, and wait for it to open and then go in and ask them if they had the film. And if one other person in my town was watching that film, it meant I couldn't watch it because that copy had gone. 
And you say that to my kids and they, they think you've gone mad. Yeah. Um, and yet there's something quite nice about all that. And there's something quite pure about it because you then go, well, I can't do that. So I'm going to do something else. And that's kind of Stella's attitude. And she realizes, you know, that she should spend more time laughing with her brother. And, you know, and she starts to see her parents not just staring at their phones anymore, but, you know, talking to each other properly. And there's more laughter um, just generally as they as they as they get closer to grandma and perhaps you know they learn a lesson and they think well do we need as much of this as we have or is a balance healthier because I'm not saying get rid of screens my yeah. goodness me no <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but I am saying you know sometimes it's nice to lower that screen um, and see how someone's doing I've got to say, I did appreciate um, you use kind of real websites and real song references because lots of times I read uh, books and they kind of make up um, websites or social networks and it should make, it makes it much more confusing to follow the yeah. book. Yeah. You've, you, you've met reference like YouTube and TikTok and um, also you put, is it Stone Roses uh, you put a reference to in there? The Stone the Roses, um, yeah, I think yeah. there is, um, there's um, Happy Mondays. Um, and there's a, there's a there's a few things there yeah because I wanted to I wanted to make this um, this book as real as possible um, I've written other books in the past uh, the Hamish series where it's it's sort of set in a it's a world that's it's recognisably like ours but it's very very different but I wanted this to be a real girl telling you her real story about the real world it's just that one thing has changed so it's a look at our world that we all live in but one thing is different and that is the screens have gone blank yeah i felt like i was reading stella's diary it was uh it was awesome the way it, it was uh, well, do you know what i i miss her because i <laughs> i do because um when i was writing her i i i i sort of um i just really 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 liked her and um and it was sad when i was getting to the end of her story because i was realizing oh you know I'm going to have to say goodbye because I'm not going to be able to think like like she thinks anymore. So yeah, writing Stella was was such great fun. She's a very observant character, isn't she? She's she's wise beyond her years. Would you say? <laughs> yeah, yes, she is, and I think loads and loads of kids are. Um, you know, we 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 make the mistake sometimes of thinking that that things we say, um, if we put it in a certain way, it might go over their heads, but it doesn't. They know they're onto us. They know everything. That's what I pride uh, the Funkers listeners on being like. Exactly. Um, I also have to say, you have snagged an amazing illustrator. Uh, Gemma Coral is an incredible bag for you. She is fantastic. Um, and uh, I'm pleased that uh, the story features the odd dog, because dogs uh, are one of her strengths when it comes to illustration. <laughs> um, and th they're such funny pictures and warm, and they really capture, you know, Stella and Teddy and the disasters that happen. And I've been reading it with my little girl um, and she can't wait for the next page to see the next illustration. And also I imagine to see what ridiculous thing the dad gets up to next because he does not come out well from this book, does he? He does not. He does not, uh, <laughs> he does not come out well. And he's, he's not one of those particularly hapless dads. He's just having a really bad run of luck. Um, and, um, and, and it's something that he needs um, in a sense, he needs to go through these little humiliations um, because it might just be something that that lightens him up a bit. 
it's oh man it's such a good book i really enjoyed it um before i let you go danny because it's um a fun kids tradition i've got a little quiz for you if that's i okay. love quizzes i love fun kids quizzes i love bex's quizzes excellent thank you i was glad you said all of those things um so this one inspired by your technology uh, themed book it's called apple apple which if you say it quickly i realize just sounds like i'm saying the word apple twice uh, over <laughs> yeah um so i've got a word for you i just want you to tell me whether it's the name of an apple the name of an app or whether it is both okay okay it's simple simple uh, okay first up wines app wines app mm. well Ooh, that could be either, couldn't it? It's even got mm. app in the name. But I bet you it's some kind of Austrian apple. <laughs> it is indeed the name of an apple. I was trying to trip you up. I've got straight away. This is good. Okay, you're going to be good at this game. Okay, the Everbloom. The Everbloom. Now, is the part of it? No, I was just making it sound fancier than it was. I won't mm. yeah. Well, if it was the Everbloom, then you would think it was an apple, but I think it's probably just called Everbloom, and I, um, I think you're trying to trick me, and I think it's an app. <laughs> you're very good at this game. Oh, you're two for two. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Um, how about Opal? Opal. Oof. Again, that could be either, couldn't it? The Opal, Apple. Um, but uh, Opal's are shaped should... strangely. Go on. Should, you know, both, both is an option if you would like to go for that, I should tell you, yeah. Well, then I'm going for both. Yeah, I gave that away. Yeah, correct. Both of them. <laughs> you did give it away. I just need, I need a fair game, Danny. That was the thing. I need you to have a fair <laughs> chance. Okay, what about this one? Uh, the Papumba. Oh, well, that is without a doubt. An app? Yes! Oh! Know it. No! No! <laughs> it's, I, I thought you might do. Yeah, it's a gaming I, app. It's a kid's game app. I had no idea. For a start, I thought it'd be some kind of tropical apple, and then at the last second, I changed it to the app, and I don't know why. Well, hey, you're, you're doing pretty well so far. Uh, how about the pink pearl? Oh, well, that's obviously an apple. Yeah. Didn't know I was going to block you. Man, Jesus, yeah. really good at this. All right, okay. Um, how about the Braeburn? Oh, come on. Mm-hmm. I was born in Dundee. Uh, I am Scottish, uh, and the Braeburn is one of our finest apples. It sure is, but it's also an app. Danny no, Rose. so I lose. Yeah. What do I lose? I lose there. Well, you lose. It, it, I'm going to give you half a point. Well, okay. I kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm loath to give you half a point if I'm honest. No, but don't I will do that. This, no, 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 no. It's, this is a game of honesty and integrity. <laughs> All right, zero points you in that one. Yeah. Uh, how about the Werble? Oh, the Werble. Um, mm, Werble. Mm, I would say that's an app. It is an app, yes. What kind it's, of app is that? I think it's a kind of photo editing app. Werble, I like it. I think Werble, it's a fun word to say. Um, how about cameo? Cameo. Oh mm. wait, I know what that is, and that mm-hmm. is an app, isn't it? Because you can um, you can like um, get your mum and dad to give Mister Tumble twenty quid, and he'll say hello to you. <laughs> it is an app, but unfortunately, you forgot you forgot the hidden second option. It is both. Oh, it is also an apple. Boo. Yeah, you see. And how are you finding the- these out? Yeah, go on. <laughs> Hey, look, I've done a lot of research today. I've got a lot of time on my hands, is what I'm saying. It's been a, it's been a long week. Uh, and also, uh, finally, glory to the winners, Apple, app or both. Wow. Mm. You want me to say app? Is it both? I'm saying glory to the winners is an apple. It is an apple. Wow. Yes. Well, wow. that's good news. If, if you can have one called Granny Smith, you can have one called glory to the winners. 
glory to the winner. That's what I want to name my first child, to be honest. How great is that? Glory to the winner. <laughs> it's a great one. Um, so you got you got eight out of ten. Oh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You got seven out of nine. I was going to say, I only asked nine. Seven you, out you, of nine. The classic, you know, a lot of people would do ten questions or five. <laughs> you, though, you, it's, always, it's the classic nine. <laughs> well, I did write eight down and I thought, oh, no, but what happens if it goes four right, four wrong? Then he well, this is a tiebreak. Yeah, tiebreak against yourself, and that seemed ridiculous, <laughs> much more ridiculous than nine questions. Um, well, Danny, thank you so much for doing that. And um, is it the 18th of March that your brand new book comes out? Is that right? Yes, the day the screens went blank. Absolutely uh, sidestepped the World Book Day, which is correct. Um, <laughs> you've got your very own special day. It's going to be brilliant. Yeah. Um, and if everybody sees it in the shops or uh, perhaps online, uh, support your independent bookseller as well, yeah. um, go and grab it. It's properly amazing. Thank you so much, Danny, for chatting to us. Glory be to the winners, if that was the name of the apple. What a great book from Daniel Wallace. In fact, I should tell you right now, that book is so great, I have made it my Fun Kids Book of the Month. Oh my goodness, I loved it so much. I read it pretty much in one big gulp because it's so funny, uh, it's so exciting, it's a bit of a kind of... um edge of the seat type of book. You're reading it and you don't know what's going to happen next. Basically, the family go on this one big adventure. I think if you uh, love kind of Kid Normal by Greg James and Chris Smith, but also if you love your Jacqueline Wilson as well, you're really going to love this book, especially because the main character is just super fun and super nice and you want to see what happens to the whole family. So definitely check it out. Danny Wallace, the day the screens went blank. Now, it's time for a reading from Michelle Obama. You might know she used to be the first lady of the United States of America, and she had written a book called Becoming, which was mostly for grown-ups and for adults, and she's adapted it to make it a little bit more easy to read, a little bit more kid-friendly. We've got a little clip of the book right now, read by her. This is a pretty big deal, by the way. All about what she wanted to be when she was a kid. When I was a kid, my aspirations were simple. I wanted a dog. I wanted a house that had stairs in it, two floors for one family. I wanted, for some reason, a four-door station wagon instead of the two-door Buick that was my father's pride and joy. I used to tell people that when I grew up, I wanted to be a pediatrician. Why? Because I loved being around little kids, and I quickly learned that it was a pleasing answer for adults to hear. Oh, a doctor. What a good choice. In those days, I wore pigtails and bossed my older brother around and managed always and no matter what to get A's at school. I was ambitious, though I didn't know exactly what I was shooting for. Now I think it's one of the most useless questions an adult can ask a child. What do you want to be when you grow up? As if growing up is finite. As if at some point you become something and that's the end. So far in my life, I've been a lawyer, I've been a vice president at a hospital and the director of a nonprofit that helps young people build meaningful careers. I've been a working-class black student at a fancy, mostly white college. I've been the only woman, the only African-American in all sorts of rooms. I've been a bride, a stressed-out new mother, a daughter torn up by grief, and until recently, I was the first lady of the United States of America, a job that's not officially a job, but that nonetheless has given me a platform like nothing I could have imagined. It challenged me and humbled me, lifted me up and shrank me down, sometimes all at once. 
I'm just beginning to process what took place over these last years. From the moment in 2006, when my husband first started talking about running for president, it's been quite a ride. Pretty big day on the podcast, am I right? Danny Wallace and Michelle Obama. It's been exciting. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the show. Hopefully we've inspired you to go out and read a book. Remember to rate, review and follow this podcast for free wherever it is you get your podcast from. I'll see you again super soon. Bye. <laughs>